0: Talking about strategy and business, welcome to the Game Changers podcast. Dale Dixon and Jason Jennings together.
1: For the first time ever. For the
0: first time ever. And and it's noisy. You're going to hear traffic because we're sitting on the deck of the Buckeye Restaurant in Marin County. In Mill Valley, California. In Mill Valley, California. Our first time. So the sun's coming out. You're going to see some difference in the lighting for the video. But it's uh, great to be with you.
1: You know, it's really great to be with you, too. Uh, Wherever I go, uh, when I'm not doing speeches or working with clients, and people make a comment about the podcast, and they'll say, now, how often, now, is Dale where you are? And I say, no, 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 I'm in Northern California, Dale is in Boise, Idaho. Well, how often do you guys get together? And they're always shocked when I say, we've never met one another. We've never met one another in person. And so today, uh, Dale uh, agreed to uh, fly from Boise to the San Francisco airport, and we just had a great lunch together, and it was a really enjoyable couple of hours.
0: Absolutely. So let's talk about systems Uh in business we spent some time uh during the lunch hour talking about the need for businesses to put systems in place yes so set the stage how often are you seeing that this is a problem and what are some of the 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 outcomes of lack of system
1: all right well let me begin this way and and we've just had a lunch where uh, any question I ask Dale or any question he asks me, we responded with a story. So I, I, I will respond in kind. After my researchers and I have studied in total, people have probably heard the number before, 220,000 companies, I mean for eight books. And if somebody said, what is the biggest discovery you have made on this research journey? I would say that business is extraordinarily simple and it's that people who muck it up and their own sense of self-importance, and their own sense of a need for self-worth make things immeasurably uh, more complicated than they need to be. So uh, so when we find a great company, it's a company that is a company that is very, very simple because when, when you keep things simple, you're able to be agile, you're able to be able to move quickly, you're able to grow, you're able to change as you need to change, and unfortunately, most companies have just become so mucked up and so siloed, and there's so much work going on that doesn't need to be done. It's make work, I mean, so people can justify their existence in the organization. And so what role does systems play? Well, let me begin with that story that I told you over lunch, and I, I include it in one of my books. And uh, the story is um, about a doctor by the name of Dr. Peter Pronovost, And in the early 2000s, he had realized, he's not only an M.D., but a Ph.D. at Johns Hopkins University. And he came to the realization that there were tens of thousands of bloodline diseases or bloodline fatalities every year in the United States. And so that is if you have a catheter in your body or if you're getting an IV drip, um, those are all potential bloodline episodes. And there were tens of thousands of people who were getting infections and dying every year. So he carefully studied it, and he came up with a simple five-step plan. And the five-step plan included washing your hands, disinfecting the area that you're going to use, be fully robed, uh, and avoid the groin. So he came up with this five-step process. And so he unveiled this five-step process, and doctors refused to follow it. The predictable reaction was, I'm a doctor for God's sake. I mean, I went to college, I went to medical school, I did an internship, I did a residency. I'll be damned if somebody's going to tell me when I have to wash my hands and how I have to do something. Finally, in utter frustration, two hospitals, one in Washington, D.C. and one in Michigan, they decided they were going to empower the nurses to enforce it and report the doctors for noncompliance. So the doctors had no choice but to follow the simple five-step process. What happened? bloodline infections went to zero. Bloodline infections went away because of this very simple five-point system. So what a system is, Dale, it's determining the best way to do something. It might be the best way to answer the telephone. It might be uh, the 10 best questions that you need to ask with a potential client when you're meeting them for the first time. Uh, it's It's not just for the factory floor. So it's taking everything and uh, determining, with the people who actually do the work, determining the most efficient and best way to do it for the, for the desired outcome that you want to achieve. So number one, you create the system. But again, it's, it's vital that the people who perform the work be involved. Otherwise, the system will have no cred or no credibility whatsoever. I mean, so, so you can't be sitting in an ivory tower and never have uh, driven a delivery truck and say, here's your new system for delivering packages. I mean, you have to involve the people who deliver the packages to determine the best way to do it. So once you've created the system, then you have to train everybody on the system, and then you have to demand 100% compliance or it's not a system. And then the fourth part is working to constantly make that system better. There's virtually no area uh, in, in any business that can't be systematized. So, what are the benefits? Well, you, you, you get rid of duplicated effort. You get rid of the need for people to reinvent uh, the wheel. Uh, next week uh, in Europe, in, in Asia, I'm going to be uh, working with a company, and this company has uh, branch offices, uh, regional offices in many, many countries around the world. And in the past, I mean, all of these offices were allowed to decide how they were going to do things. And so you had 20 or 30 offices of this company and they were were all inventing the way that they were going to do things in their respective countries. Now now think of what's going to happen when they come down to some systems, how easy it's going to be to scale once there's a degree of consistency. They're not going to have to constantly reinvent the wheel over and over and over again. So, um, look, it's... um, uh, I'll take you back 10 years. I don't think I ever told you this. Uh, Ten years ago, I was speaking to an HR conference in Houston, Texas. There were about a 1,000 HR directors at the conference. And I had my remarks prepared. I had my opening joker story. But for some reason, I got up and I looked out at these 1,000 people. And I just said, I want to ask you all a question. How many of you can say that you truly have a seat at the table in the C-suite? So this is 10 years ago. Maybe 60 hands out of 1,000 went up. Well, a year or two ago, like a decade later, I'm back at SHRIM, uh, the Society for Human Resource Management, and I'm doing their big annual conference, and again, I'm in front of about a 1,000 HR directors from really big companies. Everybody would know the names of all of these companies. And I thought, well, wow, I'm going to ask that question again 10 years later. And I said, how many of you in HR can truly say that you have a seat at the table in the C-suite? And I would say out of a 1,000 people, seven or 800 hands went up. What that means is that over a 10-year period of time, companies went from dismissing HR as being the touchy-feely, sit-around-and-sing-kumbaya people into, wow, this is talent. This is talent management. This is talent recruitment. This is the most important thing that we could ever do. And all of a sudden, HR got elevated. How do I tie that back into systemization? I think in response to your original question, I think more and more companies are coming to the conclusion that the greater number of things that can be systematized within the organization allows the company to pay attention to what they really want to do, which is grow their business. Um, What what else could be more fun than growing your business? Uh, When you're growing your business, it means if you've got a great service or product, you're helping more people. You're bringing in more revenue. People in the company can do well. You can throw more customers. And so the, the so people say, yeah, well, if they, I told you at lunch. Everybody loves systems until they're going to get systematized.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, we've got to talk about how to... Does- Kill creativity? Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, you can't systematize that. I mean, it, it's going to destroy my creativity. No, it's not going to destroy your cr- creativity. It's going to give you more time to be creative and do things that count. I mean, witness uh, case in point: uh, UPS, United Parcel Service around the world. I mean, they. What do, what do you think they do? You think the driver shows up at three, or four o'clock in the morning? and just says, well, there's a whole bunch of packages sitting here that need to be delivered, and I don't know where they're going, but what the heck? I'm just gonna throw them on my truck. And now, should I should I go to the place that's closest first? Well, where's this one? Oh, that's only 20 miles away, let's go there. And then, oh, well, I know there's one here, but uh, I, I want to go someplace. I mean, they have it down to when you turn right and when you turn left, and where the placement of every package is for greater efficiency. I mean, imagine trying to deliver tens of millions of packages a day if it weren't systematized. I mean, try try to imagine inventing a drug if it weren't systematized. Uh, Try to imagine running a restaurant like we were just at the beautiful Buckeye Restaurant in Mill Valley, California if the kitchen wasn't systematized. Uh, It's really the owner or the leader's obligation to systematize everything as much as you can.
0: One of the greatest uh, examples that I've heard about this is a Shakespeare play. Yes. And the script for Shakespeare. Yes. If the creative if the actor was able to take license and do with that script whatever he or she wanted. Yes. It wouldn't be a Shakespeare play anymore. No. But they are creative in that following the
1: script exactly. Exactly. And that's a system. And that's a system. Cool. So that's some of the work I'm going to be doing uh, in Asia and there's a few other stops along the way and then there's a little bit of exploration in a couple of countries that I um, hadn't been at in, in before. Uh, Cambodia and Laos and, it's, and you asked me if, if, if that's going to be vacation. Uh, vacation to me implies uh, laying by the pool sipping a chilled drink. And I don't think I've, I don't know that I've ever done that. Uh, so uh, we're just making uh, kind of an information gathering foray into Laos and into Cambodia to see uh, what we can find. So I'm looking forward to the big uh, uh, Asian tour and uh, in a few of the episodes coming up, uh, we'll report on them.
0: Fantastic. Thanks. This has been a great it's been a great lunch man it's been fantastic we're going to tell our viewers that while you're out and about be sure to subscribe to this podcast the easiest way for you to do it is go to jason jennings.com slash itunes while you're there subscribe or just go to your favorite podcast player subscribe there we would definitely appreciate it jason is also available via email if you're gonna give your email address uh
1: sure um People always say, which uh, which email address are you giving me? I say, you know, I'm one of those guys. I've only had one email address my entire life. Um, It's jason at jason-jennings.com. Love to respond to emails. I'm really good about doing it. Sometimes it takes uh, maybe a day or two when I'm traveling, but I will get back to you.
0: Absolutely. So this is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. Find a place to create and implement a system in your business greater success. It'll be a game changer for you and your company. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at
1: jason-jennings.com.